This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Good morning, beautiful people. You are tuned to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay, and you are listening to the start of a program called Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. I am so excited to get to spend the next 30 minutes with you. Well, technically, I have 25 minutes, but I somehow managed to always get overtime um, because I have so much to share with you. <laughs> so welcome to the show. My name is Celine, Celine Harlow, and um, I run a beautiful online business called My Dawning Light, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T. And you're always welcome to go to the website and check it out. It's a very pretty website, actually. Sometimes I just go there and look at my website and just look at how pretty it is. <laughs> and it relaxes me. So you can do the same. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're here together. We're here gathered together today to talk about self-love. We're here to talk about how to improve your relationship with yourself. We're here to really talk about simple and effective tips for you to... Just be happier with yourself because, you know, whether you know it or not, you do have a relationship with yourself and, you know, chances are that your relationship with yourself is just not that good. But, you know, we're just so busy these days and that's like the most um, generic sentence I've ever said in my life. But, you know, we just have so many other priorities is what I meant to say. You know, we have, you know, the chores and we have dinner to make and we have the accounting to do and we have businesses to start and we have, I don't know, all sorts of things that take us away from what I think is truly important, which is well be in the present moment of course but also you know how are you feeling towards yourself right now you know are you kind of struggling against yourself are you criticizing yourself right now are you you know what are you doing and how are you feeling towards yourself right now and simply answering that question is going to help you to realize the state of your relationship with yourself and see what changes you need to make in order to um have a happier and healthier life very simply put um And I was talking, um, so I started to do these live meditations on Inside Timer. So Inside Timer is the number one uh, meditation app in the world. And I started to do uh, these beautiful live self-love meditations every single Monday at 11.30 a.m. So by the way, if you guys want to join us, you can. It's free. We have an incredible community of people who come every week and then newbies who come as well. And we do a mix of, you know, visualization and mindfulness and, uh, you know, we talk about presence, we talk about self-love and self-care and we also do a beautiful uh, usually theta healing meditation where I give you you know beautiful theta healing downloads so that you can really um, just step into your most beautiful self I'm just saying a lot a whole lot of generic sentences today it is what it is that deal with it you know I actually realized that um like, you know, when I started my business, so that was back in uh, probably March or April 2017. And, you know, I knew that I wanted to talk about self-love. I knew that I wanted to talk about, you know, something that I knew had changed me and I just wanted to start sharing it. And I started to learn about marketing, about your ideal client. And I started to learn about how to have a website, how to talk to people about self-love. And the hardest thing for me to do, and obviously everything was really hard in the beginning, but the hardest thing was that I just didn't know how to express what self-love was going to, how self-love was going to help you. And it's kind of difficult to put that into words without sounding too woo-woo, too spiritual, too kind of generic, too, um, yeah, not real or practical enough, you know. But um, I used to call self-love the quiet miracle because it's something that, you know, changes 
that changes everything inside of you and changes, you know, the way you treat yourself. It changes the way you eat and why you eat and how you eat. It changes the way you dress. It changes the way you behave in your relationships with others. It changes the way you go about your day-to-day -day life. It changes the amount of work you think is necessary for you to be enough. You know, it also helps you to tackle those, you know, hard issues in your life. And actually, we'll be talking about this today, the hard issues in your life, very juicy topic. And, and, um, and you know, from the outside, like nothing much has changed, but it's really a, something that happens on the inside. And it was really difficult for me to express the power of self-love, I suppose you could say. So... Um, really the only thing I had to do, especially at the beginning, was just to start talking and start to, you know, just try and express that to you. And I feel like I'm kind of getting better now. And I, you know, have now attracted a beautiful, you know, group of people who understand what I'm here to say and who resonate with that message. But often I feel like I'm not practical enough. So anyway, that's just a thought I had and I thought I'd share it with you. But anyway, so today I want us to talk about... Um, you know, how you can have more compassion to yourself. So if you've been in my world for a while, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I always talk about unconditional self-acceptance, that acceptance, self-acceptance is the first and foremost, the biggest foundation of self-love, right? You know, often we see that self-love is about, you know, taking care of yourself, you know, um, I don't know, going to bed earlier, um, having only one cup of coffee instead of 10, <laughs> um, you know, maybe changing your friends or, I don't know, um, asking for promotion, I don't know, or just having a bubble bath at the end of the day. You know, we just think that self-love is all of these things. And what I've realized is that, well, it's actually, it's actually just part of the truth. And self-love really is about accepting all that you are in this moment, no matter how ugly it is. And um, I think that it's something that we need to talk about. I think it's something that's necessary. And the reason why I always put that uh, focus on self-acceptance is that, you know, once you have established that base of self-acceptance, and obviously it's an ongoing work, I'm still working on it myself, you know, seven years or 10 years into the work. <laughs> um, but, you know, once you have established that uh, foundation, then you can actually, you know, start to do your inner work. And the work that you think you need to do is going to be so much easier. You know, I know so many um, practitioners or coaches and mentors or just even people who are in a self-development, uh, spiritual journey, whatever, in a work journey, I don't know how to call this, who are just doing, you know... Um, you know, session after session after session on themselves, you know, whatever modality they use, and who have, you know, lists of things that they have to work on, and who have so much in the work, and who feel that, you know, if they have something, uh, if they're struggling with something in their life, or something that they don't like happening in their life, and they don't work on it straight away, then that's them not taking responsibility for themselves, not doing their inner work, and that's just putting a whole lot of pressure on yourself. And from my perspective, that only comes because there's a lack of self-love. There's a lack of acceptance. There's a lack of self-compassion, compassion for yourself. And, you know, I think that often we do our inner work as a way to try and control things, as a way to try and control, you know, how the world responds to us and how we respond to the world. And that's inner work is always so useful. I have done hours and hours. I have definitely uh, put in my hours of inner work. And it's definitely been incredibly useful. And I have learned so much about myself um, you know, in the process, but I don't 
use my inner work as an excuse not to love myself, if that makes sense. So next time you do your inner work, next time you do your journaling, next time you do whatever, um, you know, do your yoga, do your meditation, whatever, just recognize, you know, what is, you know, what do you think, why, why do you think that that inner work is necessary for you? And what is it actually bringing to you? Like, what are the, the, um, the obvious benefits? Like, you feel better, you feel like you've done your work, you feel part of yourself, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you may also see that your the situation is actually changing as a result of you changing your inner reality um but also you know what are the more sneaky reasons why you do that inner work you know why do you think that it's necessary and you know what are you getting out of it and how is it serving you to keep on doing your inner work i know that when i was really deep into doing that inner work and we still haven't started to talk about what i really want to talk about today we're already eight minutes into the this episode but <laughs> but apparently this is what we need to talk about um but i was when i was really deep into uh doing my inner work uh what was i saying oh just let me gather my thoughts for a moment, you guys. I started to speak really fast again. Ah, let me think. Let's all have a sip of coffee or tea right now. It's 8.34 a.m. at the moment I'm recording this episode. I actually woke really early this morning at sunrise. And it was just really beautiful. I started to meditate and then and then I fell asleep. <laughs> and then woke up again like 40 minutes ago. So anyway, I have my cup of coffee here and we're waking up together. <laughs> actually, you know... Um, let's start with a story. I can't remember the end of my previous sentence, so we'll just let that go. So here's a story. Um, the other day, so I was doing this meditation on Inside Timer, and normally what we do is that we just kind of just like like step into the meditation very slowly and at first we have a conversation about whatever I think is interesting and whatever questions, you know, I tend to answer questions from people who have joined me as well. Excuse me. And um, and yesterday, so I started to talk about whatever self-love topic I was talking about. And um, somebody posted in the comments, um, you're going way too fast and I'm not looking for this right now. It's the end of the day and I'm going to go to sleep. Bye. <laughs> and, you know, in itself, it's just a very innocent comment about, you know, somebody who uh, thought this was going to be for her and decided it was not. But, you know, when you struggle with self-love or when you struggle with self-confidence or worthiness or if you have worthiness issues, you know, that kind of very innocent comment can have a huge impact on you. And, you know, in the process of, I think we're just going to have a really um, honest conversation today. And I want us to have a conversation about, um, um, I want to really be honest and authentic with you. I think that this is the power of my work, of my joining lights, of the, you know, the power of self-love. And I want to... You know, if I'm opening myself up and be, if I'm really open and honest and I want to say vulnerable, but that's not really vulnerable. I'm just sharing whatever is happening with you, with me, sorry, so that I can also give you the space for, the, for you to be open and authentic with me, with yourself. And anyway, so, oh my God, I'm just going on tangents. <gasps> and anyway, so, um, so when people are, you know, just saying these innocent comments about something that is truly meaningful to us, something that is truly important to us, you know, it can have a huge impact on our psyche. And I see um, that, you know, when we struggle with self-love, when we struggle with knowing who we are and where we stand in the world, you know, we take to think, to, we tend, sorry, to take these things very personally, right? And um, it's something that. I always found really difficult to heal within myself. Like I always was the kind of girl who just would take everything, absolutely everything personally. And it was just really difficult for me. And I think that having a business has really pushed me to heal this because, you know, as you know, like I'm, you know, expressing my message, I'm sharing the power of self-love, I'm sharing whatever is on my heart 
from a deep space of connection to myself and authenticity. And sometimes people don't agree with me and sometimes people just think that I'm just being stupid or uh, useless and just don't have anything you know, of value to bring to the world. And sometimes people are really, really, really cruel in their comments. And I think that is something that's true for the whole of the online world. You know, we've all, well, pretty much, I think that you know, many of us have suffered from being bullied online or from being criticized online. And the hardest thing is that, you know, if somebody doesn't want to have a conversation with you because they criticized you online, because, you know, they're just, you know, it's just something that, that doesn't have any resolution, right? It's just something that somebody said something mean and you just have to deal with it now, right? And having a business has really pushed me and pushed me to my limits. And, you know, just sharing something that is truly important to me where I really open up my heart so that I can just share something that is powerful, that I think is powerful. And I can't imagine doing anything else, right? And I think that's the reason that has pushed me to keep going, to keep going no matter what, no matter how many you know bad reactions I've got from you know sharing my work. I think that you know you your reaction to my work, you know whether you decide that I speak too fast, or that you don't like the sound of my voice, or you don't like my accent, or you don't resonate with something that I'm saying, or you think that I'm wrong, or you think that I don't even know what I'm talking about, or you think that I'm too young. Like those are all things that people have said to me in the past, right? And I could decide, and I just I did decide for you know a long time to place attention to those things that people said to me, and to kind of you know um, help or just use those remarks, those innocent or not so innocent comments as a way for me for me to grow, right? But ultimately, I realized that I could drive myself crazy, um, you know, placing so much attention on what you think of me, on what anybody thinks of me, right? I'm just saying you as a generic term, but you know, I'm saying the word generic a lot today. And maybe you're like, oh, I don't even know why she, she keeps on talking about generic, right? Like, it's just, you know, something that's is possibly something that you think, but it's also something that I'm freaking about right now. And so, you know, often when I talk about this topic, um, it's something that comes up a lot in my work and, you know, in questions that people ask me, you know, how can I, um, you know, like, what do I do when people criticize or judge me? You know, how can I be less affected by it? Or how can I uh, show them that they're being uh, idiots? I don't want to swear on the podcast. <laughs> and it's a public radio, so I'm not supposed to swear. Um, but you can probably guess what uh, word I was going to say. <laughs> anyway... You know, how can I deal with people, people's, uh, people's criticism and judgment of me? And, you know, often, you know, people's kind of normal reaction is to say, well, I just have to get better friends or I have to stop spending time with that person. I have to stop spending time with my mom if she criticizes me or something. Or I just have to kind of just get better friends is the, the, usual, the, the usual reaction, right? Because people are just, you know, being uh, buttholes. <laughs> and... Um, or I have to show them somehow that they've been mean and I want them to apologize to me because I would never do that to them. And, you know, that is a normal reaction. And I've had that reaction a lot, you know, for, you know, very often as well, especially in the past. And I think that, you know, you can wait forever for the world to be kinder and nicer to you. You can wait forever for people to stop criticizing your weight or your skin or whatever it is that you're feeling uh, challenged by. You know, often, you know, when I had a lot of acne, uh, so that was probably maybe six or seven years ago, probably around 2014, but it went on for uh, quite a few years. You know, people would just stop me on the street and, you know, start to tell me that, you know, uh, you know, that person's niece, uh, you know, stop using that specific brand of, of uh, sunblock block and that you know completely cleared her acne or that you know specific person that they heard of heard about whatever um you know stopped using that or started to do this or they started to go to the gym or they stopped using to 
they stopped going to the gym or they started to do this, they stopped doing that, they, blah, 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 they bought that cream, whatever, and that healed their skin and, the, and therefore I should do that, right? And I remember, you know, just like being in very embarrassing situations when somebody would make would make a very embarrassing comment about my skin and would kind of just, it, it came from a good-hearted place, right? But it, it was just something that was deeply traumatizing to me. And, you know, there was no way that I could, you know, kind of hide myself from that situation. You know, my skin was you know, out there for everybody to see and people just wanted to make comments because they felt compassion towards me. And and I couldn't stop the situation really because my acne was just like so like out there. <laughs> everybody could see it no matter how much makeup I would wear. Um, but I realized that the reason why those comments were hurting, especially back when I had acne, was because I felt you know, a lot of pressure, a lot of resistance, a lot of sadness and grief and anger and frustration towards my skin, myself, you know, and that's the reason why those comments, you know, had such a powerful impact on me. And I think that that's, that's you know, that will be, um, that will apply to you no matter what it is that you're struggling with right now, you know, if there is, you know, if somebody made a comment to you and you didn't like it and it made you feel bad and it made you, it made you, I don't know, it made you heartbreak in one way or another, in a small way or in a big way, right? You can't say that you'll just have to wait for the world to be kinder to you or you just have to get better friends or you have to be, you know, with people who resonate, who are at your same level, who vibrate at the same level, vibrate at the same frequency of you, you know, those are things that we hear all the time in the spiritual world, you know? I actually just spat on my phone because I got so excited. Sorry, phone, that was really disgusting. But you know, we hear these things a lot, you know, like whenever somebody says something that we don't like, what do we say? I'll just have to get better friends. Or oh, that person, you know, no longer deserves to be in my life. And if I stand in my truth, and if I stand in my power, then, you know, I don't need to be with these people anymore. And that's just coming from a deep space of hurt. And that's what I have found. And I'm sure that I think, I think that will be true for you as well. But obviously, you know, you live your life the way you want to live your life. So I can't tell you how to live your life. But I just want to share what I have found to be true for, you know, myself in my life and for people around me and for the clients that I have helped as well. So that's where I'm coming from. And I think often, you know, we kind of just, you know, place the responsibility of how we feel towards, you know, we just place that responsibility on other people's shoulders, right? And we just say, you know, you make me feel bad. You make me feel anxious. You make me feel stressed. You make me feel blah, 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 blah. And we say, well, you have to change this in order for me to feel better. And I know that I do this so often in my marriage, you know, I just realized, you know, sometimes, you know, Richard will trigger me in one way or another. And, um, and I'll just say, you know, you have to stop doing this because it's not good. It's not healthy for a marriage, whatever. But really, the core of the issue is that I felt hurt. I felt um, frustrated. I felt angry. I felt um, that there was a place of hurt within me that I didn't even want to acknowledge. And so I had to um, kind of place the responsibility on Richard's shoulders so that he could stop the behavior that was triggering that hurt within myself, right? And you know what? It's a system that really works. Like, it's a system that works. You can blame others for how you feel for a very long time, and often it will work, right? And um, and then you realize that ultimately it's a system that's not really self-sustainable. It's a system that not, not doesn't really work, to be honest. And a system that, you know, deserves to be changed. And so what I have found um, is that, you know, whenever I feel triggered, oh, 
even the word trigger just annoys me, but whenever I feel hurt, whenever I feel, you know, anxious or nervous or stressed or alone or that I don't belong or that blah, blah, nobody cares about me, you know, the first step for me is always to just be in a space where I can just feel the feelings, right? Feel the hurt, feel the loneliness, feel that space of shame and regret and, and you know, deep unworthiness as well. Can I just allow myself to feel those feelings fully, just feeling them, just being in that space of, of feeling without getting sucked into their stories, without getting sucked into the belief systems that are connected to that hurt feeling, whatever, without anything but just feel the feelings, right? And when you are in that space of just feeling the feelings, you know, and you just do that exercise, that process, you just move through the process, no matter how long it takes, just be with the process, just be with the feeling for, you know, just until that you have reached a space of, of peace and clarity again. And, you know, once you are able to do that, and obviously it takes a whole lot of practice and, you know, the stronger the feeling, the harder the exercise is. And I actually had to do that uh, process, practice, I wanted to say practice and process at the same time. So I blah, blended the words, um, but, but I had to go through that process yesterday and I just felt a whole lot of shame towards myself. You know, it hasn't happened in a while, but it did happen yesterday. And again, you know, I could have, you know, lashed out at Richard, but instead I just, or whatever, um, but I just, you know, was able to just, you know, curl up on myself and just feel the feelings for maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes. I don't know how long it took. And, you know, it was deeply uncomfortable. It was deeply unsettling, unsettling, sorry. But from that process, from that practice of just feeling the unworthiness, the loneliness, the um, inadequateness, if that's a word, inadequacy, inadequateness, I think inadequateness is a word. Anyway, whether it's a word or not, you know what I mean. And, you know, from that practice, I was able to feel a whole lot of compassion towards myself. You know, I made a mistake. That's not the end of the world. You know, somebody made um, an annoying comment about me. It's not the end of the world. You know, I still deserve to love myself no matter what is said about me. And I think that really having that, um, having had my business now for three years and having had all sorts of reactions, uh, you know, um, towards my work, because, you know, sometimes my work is not perfect. You know, sometimes... I don't feel well, or I have a headache, or I don't feel like doing that, or I feel stressed, or I feel anxious, and I'm not, you know, I'm giving my best, I, you know, I'm giving you my best all the time, but sometimes it's just not what you need, or perhaps it's triggering something within you that you don't like, and you don't want to do your work, and so you blame it on me, right? And, you know, I've had to deal this situ with these situations again and again and again, no matter, you know, how, you know, no matter, you know, whether it was my mistake or somebody else's mistake, right? And it was, it's just been deeply confronting time and time and time again. And again, the answer is always for you to heal what needs to be healed within yourself. You know, do that work first before, perhaps you actually might want to, if you're in a situation like this right now, or perhaps the next time you're in this, this kind of situation, you can actually choose to withdraw from the situation. It's something that is going to trigger the other person. But, you know, you can always say, you know, I'm feeling really hurt right now. I'm feeling um, unsafe and I need to just heal that within myself. I just need to spend a few minutes within my, with myself right now and I'll come back when I feel ready. I'll come back in half an hour. I'll come back in an hour. I'll come back tomorrow and we can solve this together. And yeah, I think that's, you know, those are, this is what I really wanted to share with you today. So how can you have more compassion towards yourself today? How can you have more compassion towards yourself right now? You know, how are you, where are you in the space of self-judgment, self-criticism, where you feel that you have to change, where you feel that you need to change, where you feel that, you know, you don't, you can't even feel your feelings right now because it's too heavy. It's too overwhelming. You know, can you feel, can you allow yourself to take that leap of faith and feel the feelings anyway? 
that's what I want to share with you. So if you've been really loving kind of the, the energy of this conversation, you can see that I'm incredibly authentic. I'm incredibly honest with you. And that's something that I have found to be really powerful. You know, if I can be honest with you, if I can be honest with myself, then that's where we open up the space for healing. And I want you to heal very deeply <laughs> when you're ready, of course. So if you've been loving the energy of this conversation, I want to invite you to join me on a free event, online event that I'm running right now. It's called the, um, the what is it called? The Ultimate Self Love Challenge. And I actually um, spend the past three or four weeks um, gathering some of the world's best experts on self love, and that includes me, of course. And I give each expert 20 minutes to change your life. So each day, as soon as you sign up, you will receive. Um, an email and each email, so, so you will receive sorry, one email for five days. I'm not explaining this very well, but you will receive one email for five days every day. And each day is covered by one specific coach, one specific self-love mentor who has something to share around self-love and who can't wait to share it with you. And um, I'm just super excited about this. I'm super excited to share different perspectives on self-love with you because, you know, you might not resonate with me because I'm too intense or I speak too fast or whatever, but you might resonate with somebody else instead. And that's what I want from you, for you, sorry. I want you to really find your, the teacher that resonates with you. And um, yeah, so I can't wait for you to dive into the challenge. So you can go to um, mydawninglight.com forward slash challenge. So M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com forward slash challenge. And um, we have a very special offer uh, to share with you at the end of the challenge as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, once you have signed up, let me know on social media so that I can congratulate you. And um, I also want to answer your self-love questions. Well, I can be about anything really. Every, everything has to do with self-love in my opinion. <laughs> Um, but if you have any questions for us or for a specific coach, you can always get in touch with them directly or with me and I can forward the message to them. And I can't wait for, for this um, event to finally take place. It's been uh, a while in the process, in the works, and I can't wait to take it out in the world with you, for you. So, okay. Um, so we have come to the end of this episode. I want to uh, really thank you for, for spending your time, for sharing your energy with me. And this is a really beautiful space that we have in which we can really have honest conversation so that the healing can finally take place. And really what I'm passionate about is, is sharing real self-love tips so that you can really see what real self-love looks like for you. And you know, um, I think that ultimately it's about you embarking on a journey of self-love for yourself and seeing what works for you instead of just doing all that I say. And you know, self-love will look like for will look like something very individual and unique to you as well. I just wanted to say that. Anyway, I'm sending you so much love. I can't wait to um, hear from you. So if you've had any questions from this episode or if you've you know, had an epiphany or you finally understood something that you've been wanting to understand for a long time, I want to hear from you. So you can always message me on my dawning light, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T on Facebook and Instagram. And I can't wait to hear from you. I love you. I'm sending you so much love. I hope that you have the most amazing day and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.